0: welcome to the Research Works podcast. My name is Dr. Dana Poole and I get the privilege of bringing to you a very special series this week. I am here in Slovenia at the European Academy of Childhood Disability interviewing the researchers and presenters about their work. This is very exciting and I can't wait for you to delve into this whole research conference series. We hope you enjoy the series. And welcome back to another episode of Research Works here at Slovenia 2023. I have been having the best time talking to a bunch of researchers and presenters. And this one's what we'll call a friend of the show, Associate Professor Helen Beck-Taylor. Welcome back. Nice to see you in person. (laughs)
1: Thank you, Dana. We've never met, but we met in Slovenia. right? It's
0: so good. (laughs) So for people who've listened to the Research Works podcast before, uh, Helen did share a lot of her work back then, which really inspired me to go down this whole path so it's lovely to finally meet Helen in person from Monash University but you also do some work that incorporate other
1: disciplines too don't you? Yeah so part of my job I am in the occupational therapy program and I do uh-huh. the honours clinical honours uh, projects Wonderful. but I'm also um, the O- overall clinical, uh, sorry, um, coordinator of post-professional masters in like advanced paediatric physiotherapy. That's so the good. The one that's recognised by the Australian Physio Association in OT and then there's other disciplines, um, medical imaging, radiation therapy oh, wow. and paramed. So it's a bit different but yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's uh, part of my job. I, I love wanna... that. And I think yeah. that's the whole, like we,
0: to be able to work across disciplines, it's a really good direction for us to head into.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: Today, I'll be talking to you about a a presentation which you only just finished, so you literally came running from it. I ran. (laughs) (laughs) And the presentation title was Online Healthy Mothers, Healthy Families Workshops, Positive Health and Lifestyle Impact for Mothers of Children with Disabilities. Now, as you know, I'm a fan of this work, um, and there's so much passion, there's so much reason why you do this, but can you help us to sort of set the scene again of of why it is that you developed this and, and why you do what you do?
1: Yeah. So, in brief, the there's a tsunami of research that yeah. says that mo- mothers have um, higher risk for poor health outcomes, yeah. and particularly mental health. Yeah. So we can't ignore that tsunami of research any longer, and we can't keep on researching mothers and saying, "Hey, <laughs> they're the more highly stressed, they have you know more depressive symptoms." We actually have to design programs that will assist mothers to uh, you know improve the situation for themselves go to a doctor go to a psychologist go out for a coffee for a friend whatever Mm. health health behaviours they need to adopt to um, feel better. Mm. Uh, it's um, you know, it's really about. Th- there's a temporal barrier to any disability, and what I mean by that, of course, is that there's just not enough minutes in the day yeah. if-, if you're slower at doing things. And you know, but but for mothers, they spend up to three times as much time in direct child care tasks, and so there's a loss of time for their own uh, you know health promoting behaviours, following up with their own health practitioners. Yeah. Uh, so so th- my program is really um, helping mothers to become empowered. And be as effective for their own health and well-being as they are for their children, mm. because they will prioritise their children every time. Yep, that's part right. of motherhood. Yep, but for of course mothers the children with additional care needs, uh, you know children's needs are longer term yeah, than, sure. than other children. So yep. so the the programs now been going. Well, I started the research when I was pregnant with my son, and he turns eighteen in two weeks.
0: <laughs> oh, really? So I've been committed wow. to mothers
1: for a really long time, yeah. and I don't, inti- I don't intend to stop anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, and so we've had over two thousand mothers involved in research to some extent now. Over that time, it's wonderful. And uh, so the, what I, what I'm presented about just then was we converted the program to online workshops so it was three two hour workshops yes and the three workshops are connected yes with a messaging program so the mothers uh, form a little you know group there online and then they come back three weeks later have a two hour workshop messaging online, come back for a two-hour workshop. Wonderful. So, yeah. And who facilitates these meetings when they're online? How does that work? Yes, so I trained another seven mothers Great. of children with disabilities to become competent at delivering the program. Mm. So I already had a competency program, and I think I might have – That might have been the first podcast I did with you. So I already have that program. And it's a curriculum. So it's about 50 hours of training. In mental health, you know, the risk minimization strategy means that the women who deliver healthy mothers have to be very good at Mm. at recognizing issues, directing Mm. mothers to resources. So it's a a 50-hour program that involves some debrief with me, some... um, Zoom sessions with me, there's a self-paced package. So they so this time was the first time that I was not involved in the in the wow. programme. Okay. So I did suffer. I didn't like that very much because I do <laughs> love to interact with mothers, but I handed yep. it over yep. to mothers who were trained yep. and they delivered twenty workshops from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two. And was I mean those
0: years seemed to pop up in my head about why it was the case. Was the online format something that you would intend to go down all along anyway? Or- or did the pandemic kind of make us go down that path?
1: Well Dana, it was it was I won't say luck because there was no luck at that time, but it was a coincidence. Yeah. We had decided to deliver it online because mm-hmm. we thought that we would reach more mothers. And what actually happened yeah. was in the previous two years we delivered twenty three face to face. Mm-hmm. And in these two years of the pandemic we did twenty Online, we had like 25% more single mothers attending. Wow. Um, so, so less well resourced mothers okay. were able to come. Okay. And yep. So that was a, a big difference. Yep. Um, it, the the face-to-face workshop is probably still preferred by a lot of mothers and there's a slightly, there's a slight higher effectiveness for that okay. element okay. but no, it, so it just happened, we we got a grant mm-hmm. and then the pandemic hit and we were like, we were ready for it <laughs> so we just <laughs> ran our That's first a group in I to know, hear. it was crazy Yeah. but it, um, you know we had about 600 598 mothers enrolled to come wow. Wow. Um, in the so we had a control group and we had a the intervention group. Okay. And um, we, I think only about 300 ended up coming. Okay. And we had, in the control group, we had about 70-ish mums. Okay. And then who did the pre- and post-test. And then in the intervention group, about the same. Okay. So we, we and it was collected over eight weeks. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Mm. So what happened to the mums who were in the control group? What did that look like for them? So they, um basically volunteered their time to further research about mothers, mm-hmm. of children with disabilities. And so they mm-hmm. just Completed the health promoting activity scale and you know some depression anxiety stress scales and they also yep. did, you know, um, a couple of other things you know okay. re- related to that, and then they volunteered their time eight weeks later to do the post test. Okay, Amazing. they they yep. were then eligible to come into the program. Yep. It was it was fine. They just yep. needed to have no plans nope. to participate yeah, in sure. it for the next sort of eight to ten weeks. Sure. Yeah, So so um, that was how we managed that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, talk us through now a little bit more about the actual intervention, the content of. The the, of the workshops yes. or the online forms. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. So, so the content is, you know, we, we have a, a very set menu of, um, of activities to work through. So they include things like, you know, um, connecting with this word carer, mm-hmm. for example, because mothers don't connect with that word. They, yeah. they see themselves as mothers. Mother. Yep. Uh, and so dismantling all of the skills, That they have related to that role, you know, Mm. so that they're good at communicating, organising, multitasking, all those things. And um, later in the workshop, we bring that up as sort of saying, you know, you're so highly skilled as a mother managing your child who has, you know, whatever additional care needs... What we're asking you to do is turn those skills onto your own, managing your own your own health and yeah. your own lifestyle, healthy yeah. lifestyle. So there's that sort of activity. We use the Journey of Mothers, which looks at, you know, um, this is the most popular element of the program where we take mothers through, you know, initial shock and grief into seekership where they will trial lots of different things, meet lots of different therapists, stick with the ones they like, discard the ones they don't like, mm-hmm. move into a disability focus where they want to be, very much educated by programs, yep. and then into a balance, more balanced phase, and so right. mothers um, very much identify with this phase. Mm. Uh, we also we have um, you know ways to interact with mothers according to what phase they say they're in.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: um, you know if they're in seekership, well, you're a therapist. We'll provide more written information, use more education,
0: That's amazing, uh, yep.
1: really um, improve that. That mother's competency, because she is seeking. Yes, there is alternative medicine out there. There is are there all sorts of risks to families. Yes, take that opportunity. Educate. Yes, um, with evidence. Yes. Yep. Then they choose in the disability focus phase to use an effective program. Great. Right. We don't have false hope. We yes. have real programs that, mm. you know, can be as effective as possible. Mm. So so that seekership phase is, is an opportunity for therapists to mm. intervene and do exactly what your your mm. podcast is trying to do. Yeah. Which is help parents to be, you know, um uh very good decision makers yeah. in, in evidence-based programs and yeah. what they choose for for yeah. their children. So they're just a couple of small parts. We That's we also great. have psychoeducation. We have, uh, you know, what sorts of supports are available in mental health in Australia? Why would yeah. you Why would you use a physiotherapist? Yeah. Um, why would you use psychological services? That sort of stuff. Mm. So it's very dense with information. We've, we've had a women's health GP associated for seven years. We've had physio who does women's health physio, dietetics. Yeah. Uh, we've um I've I've had a yoga instructor I mean it was dreadful we had a yoga instructor I was trying to do the yoga with all the mums and you know they were laughing at me because I was so inflexible we've brought in lots of things yeah. based on what mothers say yeah. they want
0: Yeah, yep. and I love the before we get to the results but I just do want to make a comment about how incredible it is already at the conference we've had a few keynote speakers who've really highlighted the unique challenges or the amazing skill sets that mothers do have you know even just speaking with Rus, uh, Ruslan about uh, his experience in Ukraine and he was talking about Ukrainian mothers he goes they are just a force to be reckoned with <laughs> and to manage their expectations when things have had to shift was really important and part of that process process too mm. and, and offering hope but providing support in, in times of need. And, and you know, there are – I love that there are programs that are really specific for the unique challenges that mothers do have. And I love that you talk about carers and being able to separate what that might look like too because I yes. don't think we have that in our common language. Yes. You know, yes. And, I, and I think that can be very isolating for, for parents.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm really – I love the way you, you've said that, and it, it reminds me that all the progress we see in children with disabilities is due to mothers. Mm. Therapists, medical people have a, a way minor role, mm. um, and so that guy who's I didn't know, I didn't hear that, I wish mm-hmm. I'd been there, but it's... it's you know, we we need to support mothers. We yeah. need to support fathers. We need to support siblings, of course. Yep. And you know, my program is just one member of the family. Mm. Someone else needs to do. You could do that if you want. Mm. Don't you <laughs> want to, if you want to do But or it's
0: siblings. very unique, right? It's 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 unique. So we can identify and match them. They're not they're not competing uh, programs. They they tailor to the right population. They who tailor. Have yeah. Different needs. They and have different needs. That's important. Yes.
1: Yes. So, all right, Share with us your results now. Okay. <laughs> so we had. Um, The comparison, I'm about to write this up, but the the comparison of the control group to the um, intervention group was statistically significant at high levels for improvement in health-promoting behaviours. Great. uh, uh, Reduction in depression, stress, anxiety, symptomatology. Amazing. So the difference between the two groups was highly significant, but the the change in time for the intervention group was also highly significant. Right. So it's a replication of results. Yes. And, you know... um, I've been doing that sort of research for a long time and I think any time, any way I've assessed it, it's the same result. Mm. And the truth is that the mothers are able to make the change for themselves Mm. because they're empowered to do so and they're supported to do so. Mm. And so it's not a magic program. They're doing all the work. We're just giving them the tools. Yes.
0: Yep. I would say I can relate this to some people that I've met recently and, and, and to some mothers who have you know, recently come into a, a diagnosis for their child. And I remember our last conversation that we did have, and it was, it was just one aspect of health-promoting behaviour where the mum decided that she would look after herself and go for a walk every morning. Yeah. And the change that made and the way that she talked about it was just it, it was life-changing. It yeah. helped her to then cope and... Um, and this is why this is why I love your program so much. I want it to be available for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So how do people get access to this now? Now that you've had these significant results that show mm. what mm. you've just shown, they are life changing results what yep. happens
1: now. Yeah. So you can go to the Healthy Mothers Healthy Families website okay. so you just google healthymothershealthyfamilies.com healthy yep. and when you come to that website you should see a lady walking towards a tower of shapes that comes together because that is the balance she's trying to achieve in her life uh-huh. and you go in there and you will see videos of mothers with their goals for immediate change, four week change longer term change. It's a nice soft entry point for therapists to okay. show this is a site mothers are in the site, they tell you about, you know, it's not a like, let me tell you how to improve your mental health. It's not like that. It's really like this is how it's been done. But if you go there and you look at under news, Mm -hmm. you'll see that there are another – 11 free workshops available between now and June next year and that's funded by Department of Social Services. Amazing. And so um, therapists can go to the website, show the mothers the news item, they Mm -hmm. can register for the workshop and they can attend for free and that's the same program as the one that I just talked about the results from. So it's the same facilitators. They get an e-workbook, they get access to the website and then they have six hours of intervention across that, you know, and they get the messaging. Okay. So it's Look, Australian government's done an amazing job supporting this program. Mm. So there is another year. So please fill up those workshops if you're a a therapist listening and you can think of mothers who would like to do it. There is Mm -hmm. no cost. Mm -hmm. Um, After June next year, I don't know what's going to happen with the program because it's always, you know, the next... Hill to climb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I've just been on a train through Austria, um, so I'm thinking about hills. But uh, at the moment, it's free, mm-hmm. so please use it. Um, there's also a professional section for you to do your own um, CPD. Mm-hmm. And so, I just invite you to explore that. That and is wonderful. Use what you'd like to.
0: Is that geo-locked to Australians only? Can anyone outside still Google it and find
1: out all that information? Yes, I have fourteen thousand users across the world. Incredible. Uh, it is. It's been in most countries, wow. so I, I can tell you now: sixty-seven percent of users are in Australia, fifteen mm-hmm. percent are in the US, wow. and then scattered all over the place. That's brilliant. Um, even yeah, so. So it, it's only in English, okay, but yep. it's certainly accessible. Ah, oh, fabulous. Yeah. All right. Well, what will be your
0: main take-home for clinicians based on this work now? What would you really encourage people who are listening to do and, you know, put into action now?
1: Recognise that you are a very important person in the mother's life. Mm. You're working with her child. Mm. Um, she is relying on you for education, skill development, She faces a lifetime of caring for that child and you have a key role Mm. in helping her to become competent, confident. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you for that. Given that though, um, just like you go home and you've got your own family and you probably work out after work and then you go for a drink with your mates, alcoholic or not, um, mums also need to be directed towards health-promoting behaviours in their own health professionals. So please consider ways to... Break open that conversation with mothers when you know them because mm. you'll know what's realistic. You don't tell a mother who's got a wheelchair child, char- you know, bound child and twins, you know, with autism to, to go for a jog at six o'clock every night because yeah. you know her life yeah. situation and yeah. you're therefore in a really good position to work with her on the daily routine around mm. her health. Mm. So you do it with her. About her family and her child with disabilities, you can help her through that, yeah. and you have the skills. So yeah. I'm, I'm saying that to every paediatric therapist out there, yeah. um, and and just thanks for everything you're doing. Oh
0: no, that's wonderful, Helen. Thank you. You always always so inspiring. Every time I speak with you, I always feel like I'm elevated to another level. So thank you for your time, for sharing your knowledge once again. And uh, for all of our listeners out there, remember I have links to this on our website, researchworks.net. And thanks for the tuning once more. We will chat with you another time soon. There's more to come. Thanks so much. Bye.